Welcome to Tice Talks, where we discuss all things faith and family. And we just watched a family movie, Trey and I. You did. Yes. You did. I. You know, I have. We have had our grandchildren, or four of our grandchildren, living with us for the last eight months because uh, my son-in-law was deployed, and uh, my daughter Hope was. Uh, just came and brought the kids and lived with us for for eight months, and it was, it's been wonderful. We love them. I'm constantly looking for some Something movie to watch. You know, with them, yes. that's, that's worth yeah, watching. I'm, I'm tired of Bluey. Yeah, <laughs> Bluey. Grace's dun, 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 dun. And what? Uh, <laughs> you like Bluey? Hey, we finally got Grace saying something. Yeah, she's talking. She's, she's ta- speaking up. She said she likes Bluey. That's what she's passionate about. Bluey. I, Daniel Tiger's she Neighborhood. She likes Yoda, too, though. I watched, I, she, she, can, she has some stuff that we enjoy, too. Okay. So, anyway. Oh so, you God. watched some family movie. Yeah. and uh, this, this one wasn't, I wouldn't recommend for the little ones because they'd get bored. But Trey, who's 14, we, like I said, we um, had recently gone on a missions trip. So I downloaded a movie from our library app, Taxpayers Dollars Going to Great Things. (laughs) And we watched the newest Left Behind movie, the one with Kevin Sorbo, the guy that used to play Hercules, you know, two decades, three decades ago, who knows. But um, it was such a great we really enjoyed it. We really, it was very similar to the Kirk Cameron ones, but they started through about six months after the vanishings happen. Oh, okay. so it gives you a different twist. But it was fun. Trey and I uh, had to turn it. We were so sad because our plan landed faster than we your, thought. Your, your plan landed. Our plane. Your plane. <laughs> our plane landed. Plan. We had a plan. We, our it... plan was to not <laughs> let the plane land yet. But we were watching and watching, and then we, it was really good. It was it, we were excited to finish watching it. So it was it was good for you know when Christian films come out and they're not hokey, you know, it was enjoyable. There is a good Christian movie that came out that I really liked, and it's called On a Wing and a Prayer. Oh, you told me about you it. We haven't watched watch, it you yet. You need to watch this movie. It's a fun, and it's on Prime, right? If you, yeah, if you've for got free? A, yeah, if you yeah, if you get. If you have teenagers mm-hmm. uh, or older, I, I tried to watch it with my grandkids. They didn't They're like too it, so for it. I had to go in the bedroom and watch it with my wife, uh-huh. and we watched <laughs> it together. And she, she's like on the edge of her seat. And after we watched the thing uh, all the way through, she said, "Okay, now put on something calm." It's a, it's a <laughs> it's great, really it's, that... it's, it's, it's a really good movie. It really it's called is. on a wing and a prayer. Uh, on a wing and a prayer, and it's. Um, Dennis Quaid is in it. Oh, and uh, yeah, and uh, it's a good, it's a great movie. I, I would encourage. Uh, yeah, if, we'll probably watch that tonight. I think we're having family movie night tonight. Oh, watch it, it watch yeah. it. Your kids will like it. Good, and they will be intensely drawn into. Well, it. Well, the reason we're talking about movies is because the title of our session today, our podcast today, is Left Behind. Okay, so and that's, and why that's the movie I watched. Okay. <laughs> It's called Left Behind, Rise of the Antichrist, just so all of you know. But Left Behind, so... And there was a series of books out by Tim LaHaye, yeah. and these, these these movies are following that. But when we're talking about being left behind, we're not talking specifically about the rapture and being left behind. We're talking about what have you left behind? What would you leave behind hmm. uh, when... God takes you to heaven. If 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 you were to die right now and you are a Christian and you know for sure you're going to heaven, there's some things that you should be very careful about 
that you don't leave undone. Second Corinthians chapter 5 says this, that we can be absolutely confident as Christians that when we leave this physical body, we will be present with the Lord. To be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Even though that's true, we know we're going to be with Jesus. There's some things that we need to make sure that we don't leave behind, hmm. that we don't leave undone. Several I years... love the twist on this, okay. just so you know. Yeah, well, good. <laughs> Several years ago, I heard a message that encouraged Christians to make sure they did not leave behind these seven things. And I, I, I just, I, they're so, so important. So our first one that we don't want to leave behind, I like what you said. I do really do like the twist that, because, you know, like the Left Behind movies are all about the rapture, the rapture and the person being left behind. Okay, yeah. you know, like, oh, these people are going to be with the Lord, and here I am still on this earth. And so that's what we think about being left behind. But I, as my a Christian in my everyday life, if if God takes me to be with him right now, there are things that will be left behind. And what sh- what are things that we should not have left behind? What are they? So number one, an unused talent. Hmm. It's sad that a lot of people, we've all, we've all been given a, at least a spiritual gift, hmm. and we've all been given talents. And we love it when Christians use their talents. I, uh, Wednesday night, had a little girl uh, in church, and she played the piano solo for the offering during uh, during the offering, and it was so neat to see her developing that talent yeah. to be used for the Lord. There are people who've got talents. You've got the talent. You may you may have be have have an administrative talent. You may have uh, a talent with technical things. You may have a talent. You may have the ability to talk or communicate. I don't know what your talent is. But the Bible tells us that one of these days we're going to stand before God and we're going to answer for the talents. And of course, that was, that's a, a monetary term in the Bible. But we're going, to be, we're going to answer to God for the things that he's given to us. And I, I don't want to leave here thinking, man, I had the ability to do something and I didn't use it. What is the verse that's, um, it says that... A, a live dog is better than a dead lion. Is that what the verse is yes, saying? It's, that it's in Proverbs, and I or I or I, I, might I'm be, given the right might uh, be Ecclesiastes. Yeah, a living dog is better than a dead lion. So, like it does. Maybe you think, oh, I don't have talent. Oh, I'm not. I'm not like you know. Maybe you think of yourself as the dog, and then the lion is this amazing roaring beast. But. God's God, ha, you have talent, whatever it is. Like you said, the little girl who's only five years old, you would think, oh, she doesn't have a lot of talent. She's, you know, but God wants you to use the talent that he's given you. And I think sometimes we can get discouraged. I know, you know, I remember when I was 30 years old on my 30th birthday, I was the whole week just kind of depressed. I'm 40 now. And I look back and I think it's so funny like, it's so sad and funny and pathetic, but I was, like, really sad because I thought, I'm 30 years old and I haven't accomplished anything in my life. <laughs> well, at this point in my life, I have three small children. 
um, you know, given birth three times. <laughs> I lived with my husband, you know, I'm learning to learn, live with a husband. I had served at our church since I was 21. And, but in my mind, I was like, I've, I've not done anything. And it was very depressing. It was very, but instead of thinking, thank you, God, for letting me be used in the areas of life that you have let me be used in the small. And no one would have known that about me. You know, no one would have looked and thought, well, Charity's depressed because I didn't show it to people. But in my heart, I thought, I don't really, I don't even have anything to offer anybody. I can't even, my kids' socks don't even match, you know? Like, (laughs) you know, I just felt like, Always having spit up on you, you know, never sleeping. I said to Hope the other day, I said, Hope, why are all these all these socks, none of them are matched, they're just in the drawer. She said, if you want to be the man that takes the time to sort them all out and put them together, you do that. I don't care whether my kids set the socks back. It is, because you get to the point, you're like, yeah. I can't even do this, whatever. Uh, <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> but that's where you, I, uh, I was at. But it's just neat when you realize... God did give me talent, and he wants to use that talent in a certain place. And whether that's great or small, God wants us to use it, and we should not leave that talent unused. That's exactly right, because there was one with five talents, one with ten talents, and then there was the one who buried his one talent. And God didn't care about what anybody else was doing. Hmm. He said, why didn't you use the one talent? Why didn't you use the one talent? He would have doubled it. and Not like God needed any no, of their talents. No. He just wanted to, to, to us to express our love towards yeah. him by doing using what he's given us. So good, So though. what a terrible so thing. So don't to, leave an unused talent Don't leave an behind. unused talent. Number two, don't leave a Bible that's never been read. Oh. Isn't it sad that we use yeah. our Bibles to stuff... Um, we stuff all sorts of bulletins in there. You, yeah. you, can go, you can go to your Bible and find a bulletin from last year. Mm. If you ha- if you can do that, then maybe you should think about opening the Bible and reading it. At a different it. time. Now, here's, <laughs> here's, the, church. here's the deal. Um, we have Bibles. We have Bibles on... on Bible apps. That's right. You can put the... the I think... This Greg Rochelle, and I don't even know him. Yeah. But I just think what, what he has done, done mm-hmm. in putting the U version of the Bible and all the resources that are available, I I I like to learn with my ears yeah. rather than my eyes. I like to uh, or or rather than reading, I love to listen to the Bible. And every day I listen to the Bible. Every day. You can listen to the Bible. If it's just a chapter, and you can listen to the Bible. You, you can listen to the Bible through several times yep. in a year, just driving down the road, listening to the Bible. Something that I tell ladies when I'm going through discipleship or teaching them how to study the Bible, because they're like, I don't even know where to start. I don't know what I'm, you know, I don't know what I'm doing, or it's really hard to read. I don't understand it. So one of the practical things that I do, I tell them to go to what's called the Bible Projects. And oh, those are amazing. Aren't they great? Yes. So let's say let's say they want to know what the book of Ruth is about. Okay, I just picked a pink passage in the Bible, okay? Yeah. Here's a book of Ruth, the girl one of the girl ones. So I'll tell them, look, I'll just take the book of Ruth and every day so you type in to your computer the Bible projects Ruth and there will be an eight five to eight minute video that you can watch. It is like 
the lowest shelf of a commentary that you can possibly get to, but it's filled and it's bur- it's, it's filled it's, with brilliance. It's it's amazing. Yes, it, I love it. It's visual. It's uh, you. It's with uh, your, you know, uh, it's and, audio in the in the eight minutes that you're listening to it. You know the entire book. But the he entire does the book, thing. Yes. Does the same thing for Genesis. Yes. Fifty chapters. Every, every book of the Bible. It's, so so you put it in. So this is what I tell him. Look. You want to know what the book of Ruth is about, and you want to start reading your Bible every day? So read Ruth chapter 1, and then watch the Ruth video. The next day, read chapter 2, then watch the Ruth video again. Read chapter 3. And so I tell them, any book of the Bible, do that with. You will walk away knowing more about that book of the Bible than a lot of pastors know about that book of the Bible. It's, it's and amazing. you will just—there's every time I actually use that for— our kids for you a semester. You can get a Bible for, college education listening yes, to those listening things. listening to I'm what they got. You, I'm yes. telling you, it's amazing. <laughs> I remember years ago reading in a Jack, Jack Trick, a, a Jack, a Jack Chick. Track. Trick track? <laughs> a chick track. <laughs> a chick track, yes. yes. Those of you who don't know what chick tracks are, they are invitations to know the Lord, but it's through a comic book. Yeah, little tiny comic books, and 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 that people made, buy and pass he made out dozens of them, and uh, they're really people. Is the guy's read name them. Jack that made them. His name them? was Jack. Oh, okay. Chick. Oh, and that's why I'm like, why do you keep saying Jack? <laughs> Jack. Chick. So they and, and they're known as an, Chick Tracks. He was an independent Baptist, and oh. uh, and I, I don't know how many millions. That's how of those Neil's dad, dead. my husband's dad, got saved reading one of those. So in one of those Chick Tracks. He was challenging people to read the Bible. He said it's going to be, and I remember specifically reading this one little frame. Hmm. It says it's going to be awful embarrassing when you get to heaven. And Habakkuk asked you if you ever read his book. <laughs> and you said, I didn't even know your book was in the Bible. <laughs> Who are you? Habakkuk. That's great. So don't leave an unused Bible. That's right. So That's... an unused Bible app. Of, don't leave it behind. And then number three, an unhappy memory. Hmm. Oh, man. The Bible tells us that if you have a problem with a brother, you should go to that brother and you should get that right. Hmm. And that's in a spirit of humility, not condemning the other brother, but making sure that you're right with that brother. Don't have and leave an unhappy memory behind. How Uh, would you suggest someone going and, and, you know, people go, you know, five, ten years without, like, speaking to... Somebody and you know, they don't even remember what it is. There's, some, there's there's all sorts of things you what can would do. You, you can you can if if there's somebody you think, man, I've never gotten this right, and and you haven't talked to them for many years, you can just text somebody and hmm. say, hey, I just want you to know I was thinking about you. Pray for them before you do that, yeah. and say, I just want you to know I was praying for you today, and I love you. Hmm. And and it doesn't have to be long, yeah. but it can say, hey, the person, what, what that, and if yeah. that person hates you. They can say, you can't do oh, I don't care. You can't, yeah. you can't do anything about that. But uh, if you know if there's there's a wrong and, and that you need to write, I, I would... Take care I of would, the problem. Yeah, I would say, call them and just say, hey, I just wanted, was wondering if, uh, if I could sh- talk to you for a minute. Don't go condemning them. Don't go yeah. expecting them to ask for forgiveness or, yeah. or for them to say, oh, well, I was wrong. I, it was my fault. Hmm. Go... And just say, listen, I tell people this, and I may have said this on this on uh, one of our podcasts before. 
But I tell people this, if you have a conflict with somebody and 95% of it is their problem and only 5% of the problem is your problem, then you need to understand that you are 100% responsible for your 5%. Yeah, that's good. And so think of the things that you can legitimately uh, ask forgiveness for and just say, you know what, we haven't talked for a year. We haven't talked for two mm. years. Or, or I, I just want to ask you to forgive me for, and then you mention what you've done. Never apologize for something you did not do, but you can say, I want to ask you to forgive me for the, this area, and I want you to know that I love you. Yeah. Uh, but leaving... Not, not if I hurt you or yes. if I did no. it. Yeah, you know, I was, I was wrong. Did. I was yeah. wrong, and I want to ask you to forgive me. It's an amazing thing how that will be a salve on somebody's, hmm. on somebody's, in somebody's life. You don't want to leave behind somebody who has a bad memory of you. I, I'm so glad. Uh, in 45 years of ministry, I've, we've had people that again, I don't understand because I, I, mean, I have such a perfect ministry. Uh, <laughs> uh, but people have gotten upset with me. Be upset with yeah. <laughs> so, there have been people that have been offended, and we've always done everything we could to say to let people know, hey, we love you. And uh, we want to. We want you to know that we're here for you. Yeah. And uh, so I'll hear stories of somebody passing away or that kind of thing, and I, I think, well, uh, they're in heaven now, and uh, praise the Lord for that. Yeah. And uh, but we, you don't, you don't have to. You don't have to leave behind bad memories. That's you can, good. you can love people even if they don't love you. And then an unfinished task. Don't mm. leave behind an unfinished task on the cross. Jesus didn't say it was over. Jesus said it's finished. Hmm. He did what God had called him to do. And in fact, him saying it is finished was actually the beginning of everything for us. Uh, God's, God has called and created each one of us for a specific purpose. Uh, Paul said, I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. I don't know what it is that God has for you to do, but make sure you do it to the best of your ability mm. so you don't leave behind an unfinished task. Mm. Do the best you can. You say, well, what if it's, it's not good enough? It'll be good enough for God if you've yeah. given it all. Uh, we used to sing a song called Give of Your Best to the Master. Mm. Give of the strength of your youth. Um, the, the idea is give him your very best and don't leave a task unfinished. Now, I recently read in a book that you need to re realize that uh, there will be things undone right. that that you, you're gonna you're going to you can't do it yeah, all. You're gonna yeah. you're gonna die, and there's gonna be something on your list that you didn't get done. Yeah. But that shouldn't be true of the major task in your life. Right. Um, Loving your family. Yes. Yeah, raising the, them to honor and glorify those God. priorities, which those goes priorities. into our next point. Yes. Don't leave an unregenerate family. Now explain Don't, what unregenerate means that, that to means, our listeners. That means <laughs> and to a, me, <laughs> an, un, an unsaved family. Hmm. Do everything you can to get the gospel to every person you can in your family. Hmm. Tell them how to get saved. Make sure that that they know that you wanted them to have the gospel. Yeah. It's amazing how many people will get uh, saved at your funeral. Wow. If you have faithfully told them how to, yeah. to and and live the Christian life in front of them, Pastor Shore, and I'm sure he wouldn't mind me sharing this. Pastor Shore went back right before, had been a witness to his family for years and yeah. years and years. 
many of them had never trusted Christ as their sa- as their Savior. Uh, his sister, he, w- he witnessed to his sister for years, went back just a week or two before she passed away mm-hmm. and was able to give her the gospel, and she prayed Did and received she? Christ. Oh, I didn't Do hear that. I haven't talked to him for okay. a couple of weeks. Okay. That is awesome. Praise God. So, Pastor Shore is, he is the principal of our school and has been at our church for the last, uh, what, 25 years? 27 years 27 or so. They're like family to us, so like, that was really exciting Yeah, like my hear. right-hand guy, yeah. best friend in the yes. ministry here. So um, the um, he... Um, uh, so, so he's been a witness yeah. um, uh, for years. So he went back after his sister died, and she had her entire funeral all planned, and she wanted her, him to speak. Oh. He spoke. Don't do that. This he is spoke, amazing. He spoke to his family at the funeral. There were 50 people there, and he said, now, if you'd like, you can whisper this prayer all of them out loud prayed oh to receive Jesus Christ as their Savior. Oh, my goodness. Uh, so, I mean, his his whole family uh, has has <laughs> prayed the sinner's prayer to receive Christ as Savior. And that's, wow. that's just an amazing thing. Why? Because he was faithful for years and years and years when they weren't interested in hearing it to share the gospel. And then his sister gets saved, and she makes sure that everyone there gets to hear, gets to hear the gospel. So don't leave behind an unregenerated family. And they just family. faithfully loved their unsaved family. That's exactly they right. They just really, I mean, just love them, share the love of Jesus. That is so neat. So, couple more, and we're out of time. An unpaid debt. The Bible says in Romans 13, owe no man anything but to love. Uh, I think it's so important that we make sure that we that we pay what we owe. Yeah. And the idea of owing no man anything is making sure that you give to whoever what is due them. This verse, though I think it's great to be totally debt-free, this verse does not see, say to be debt-free. Mm. This verse says to pay the debt you owe. You will always owe somebody something. You will always, even after you die, there'll be a death tax. You will pay taxes. You will always owe love to your your spouse. So pay those debts. You will always owe um, honor to your parents. Uh Uh, My dad's been dead for for 57 years. I still owe honor to to my dad. Give honor to whom Are you honor telling is me due. this so then I don't do Tice talks about you? That's right. In two or three years, like Ember said. Yeah. <laughs> if that, you listen to our past, one, yes. our past Tice talks, we talked about Dad passing. He's got a good two or three years left in him. So um, anyway, an unpaid uh, unpaid debt. Hmm. Don't 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 not pay the debts you owe. Uh, now I think it's great. I think it's important that uh, financially right. that Death we have is great. Th- yeah, that we, that's, well, we. This is great. I just want you to know. I never, I never took that from this, so, and I know I've heard you teach it probably a million times, but it's just now clicking. So, so I mean, if if I'm, I should. That we're always going to have debt. That's right. We just need to pay it. Yeah. So huh. I, I think it's important that we, uh, for instance, I have life insurance, so that if if and I got it early on in our life. So that if we, if if I were to die, that life insurance would take care of every debt that we owe, and your yeah. mom's not left behind, or right. left behind with with all this unpaid debt that we owe. Right. 
Uh, and um, so I think that's important. I think it's important. The Bible says a good man leaves an inheritance for his children and his children's children. So I think that's important. But this idea of making sure that whatever you owe to people, you pay to people so that you don't uh, leave behind this I unpaid see. You cut. said that we can owe emotional debts, and that that's just really interesting. We don't need to have that. Like, I don't need to leave an emotional debt with my children. I need to be the parent that I need to be. I need to love the friends the right way and the Christian love. I need that's That's just... This whole thing is very that, – that's a whole podcast right there for me, just so you know. So okay. thank you. <laughs> and the well, I'm sure one. you'll be hearing this in the future then. <laughs> and then lastly, don't leave unanswered questions about eternity. Mm. Wow, what a horrible thing to go to a funeral yeah. and have somebody say, well, I hope he was saved. Yeah. I hope she was saved. Well, I, I don't know whether or not they're and, – and to have people honestly mourning – mourning at your funeral yeah. because they don't know for sure you're going to heaven yeah. or that you are in heaven. Uh, it's so important that we be honest with our, uh, or that we, that we make sure children know um, that our children, our family. That they know your testimony. Yeah. You know, I, that's, that's something that I recently, Neil was um, studying that I think it's 8% of children have their their fathers have talked to them and this is in the christian realm have talked to them about their faith in any kind of not even like this is when i got saved just in general like talk to them about god eight percent i mean that's and uh, no wonder you're losing the next generation because because fathers who it's commanded to over and over and over Fathers, when you talk to your children, talk to them about this, about your faith. Talk to them about God. Talk to them about God. And so if you are a dad listening to this or if you're a mom listening to this, do your kids know your testimony? Do they know when you trusted Christ? So like for me, you you preached and you told your testimony, yeah. and but you also witnessed to so many people. Because when I heard this, I thought— well, of course, you know, I know my dad's testimony, but that's because he preached to everyone. But that's not really why I know your testimony, because a lot of times I was back in the back as a kid. It's because you, everywhere you went, you would pass out a track and you'd say, hey, I wrote this because I learned how I could go to heaven and I wanted everybody else to know what the Bible says about going to heaven. And same with mom. Mom would say, oh, this tells you how you can know for sure you're going to heaven. I learned how, about this when I was a little girl. Now I want to share it with everybody. So everyone can have be that parent. They yeah. don't have to be a pastor. They don't have to write the tracks. No. They don't have to. They can be the person that says, hey, here's my testimony. This is how I got saved. But at least to your own kids. Like, it, it, that was just really shocking to me that that's— and it just under, gives you an understanding of why the gap is there. My mom, my your, your mom, my wife's um, dad. She when she he went into the hospital. She said, she said, Dave, I have to go talk to my dad. I have mm. to make sure that he's saved. Yeah, uh, because though she he grew up and she was a, he was a uh, she was a, in a Christian home, 
she never heard his testimony. Wow. And so she. And this is an adult woman. Yeah. I mean, in her forties, because yes. I was like eight. Yeah. When he was born, when yeah. he passed away. Yeah. So she, she, she went to him and, and said to him, "I need to hear your salvation I hear, testimony." I hear you. Yeah, and it's so so important. So. And it's a fun thing to talk to about with your kids. Yes. It really is fun. Like when I tell my kids about when I got saved, they like hearing stories about oh, they, you. They love hearing stories about themselves and about yes. your family. I was telling, I told Cherish. Uh, the other day, she said, uh, I said, you know one of my favorite stories about you? She said, no, tell me. She told me. And she said. When, she told me yeah. this, that they do love I was, those conversations. I was, I was watching watching her. I was taking her home from church, and she was in the back seat. She was probably 18 months to two years old, mm-hmm. and uh, she was having a fit. Mm-hmm. She was just crying, screaming out loud. And I said, okay, Cherish, that's enough. If you keep crying... You, there's no way you're going to see her. There's no reason for you to scream and make us both miserable on the way home. If you keep it up, I'm going to spank you. So stop crying. And she stopped. <laughs> and then every few moments she would say, Mommy. <laughs> Mommy. <laughs> say, it's okay. <laughs> Just don't cry. And, uh, oh, so poor little baby. Anyway, don't <laughs> that's leave. That's it. They loved hearing that. Yeah, she loved do. coming home and telling me the stories that you had told her. But yeah. that's it. That relationship. That What else is your relationship going to be built on if it's not built on Christ? And if it is built on Christ, it can last forever. That's right. So, so Leave don't, behind. Yeah, don't, don't leave, leave those these, things behind. Don't leave those things behind because they are things that um, you need to take care hey, of. Hey, we have a thing coming up called Maximize Life Summit, and it's going to be in September. It's incredible. You are going to come. We want to invite. It's something we have done for our church family for years, and you're going to come, and you're going to get just just tools on how to maximize your personal life, your walk with God. Um, it's put on, there's about 30, 35 sessions that goes on, and it's in September. It's from a Sunday to a Wednesday. You're going to love it. We fly in multiple special speakers. Um, Dr. Tice will be speaking. Pastor Matt will be speaking. I will be speaking. My husband will be speaking. There's You will just get to come and hear how to maximize your life for Christ. Um, if you're interested in that and you want more information, maybe you want to bring your family, we have it available. We have, if you bring your family, we have classes, sessions for teens, classes and sessions for children. If you want more information, just email us at info at experienceliberty.com and just in the tagline, let us know Maximize Life Summit, that you'd like more information about that. It's going to be great, and we just wanted you to make sure that you heard about it. Starts the second Sunday of September and will be on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. It's going to be an amazing conference. You'll love it. Yeah. So thank you for joining us for Tice Talks. Remember, it's th- more than a conversation.